everybody, Casey Faith here. Welcome back to the Beauty Is Podcast. I hope you all are doing amazing. So we are going to throw the 10 minute time constraint out the window. We are no longer going to do only 10 minutes max. I am finding myself cutting out quality content in the editing process. And to be frank, it is quite stressful. (laughs) When I'm recording, I'm like always looking at the time. I'm just way too aware of it. It's a little bit of a distraction. And so I really think I don't tend to be long winded. I tend to be actually short winded. But for some reason, doing the beauty tip and the work when there's so much to talk about. I just can't necessarily do it in 10 minutes. That doesn't mean that down the road it might not be 10 or less and it'll probably naturally be around 10. But I'm just just so you know, we're, we're making that pivot as a community here. So anyways, okay, so the beauty tip for today. I saved this beauty tip on purpose because I am exceptionally excited about it. It is my favorite. (laughs) I was on the phone the other day with a good friend and she's like, tell me your favorite beauty tip because this is like a big part of my world these days with Casey's Kitchen. I am researching all the foods, what they're good for. I'm researching skin. I'm like literally looking up terms like antioxidant. What does antioxidant mean? Acne. I'm watching like videos on YouTube for how acne forms. Like this is my world. I'm very, very curious with all natural beauty. And I could go on and on about that. We are not going to get on a rabbit trail that is for another time. But it's a lot of my world right now are are these natural beauty tips. And so my friend's like, tell me, what's your favorite? And so I was like, here it is. And this is the beauty tip I want to share with you guys. I saved it for a powerful podcast because the second part of this, the word is tremendous. Um, You're going to love it. We're going to talk about Modeling. We're gonna. I'm gonna share some testimonies, and the word is just amazing. So, the beauty tip. Here we go. It is one tablespoon coconut oil, half a teaspoon of baking soda, and three tablets of MSM. So MSM is like the secret sauce of the whole thing. It's an elixir. It's something you put on your face, and the tagline of it is better than Botox. I wouldn't know because I haven't done Botox. I have nothing really to compare it to, but I love, love, love this elixir. So Bryce Wild was the person that I learned this from. He is a health and wellness expert. And he said, he's like, listen, 80% of the elixirs on the shelf, he said they're complete garbage. And not only that, they're like hundreds of dollars and they're garbage. That's what he said. He's like, try this. So this is the beauty tip he presented. I completely agree after trying it. So the MSM, I got this from Sprouts for $15. If you're watching the YouTube video or IGTV, here's a little visual. Um, It's really easy to find. I'm sure you can find it at your local health food store as well. But I mean, it's three tablets of it, plus the coconut oil and the baking soda, we're talking like under a dollar per time that you mix it. And so you scrub it on your face for three minutes. It feels like an exfoliant. The crystals, I like, they just feel so good on your face combined with the coconut oil and the active agent with the baking soda. Like it just feels so good. It's spa for your face. And then you leave it on for 10 minutes. It's like a face mask. And then you wash it off with a cold washcloth. So what that is supposed to do, so essentially it's getting beneath your skin because of the scrubbing, but the MSM, guys, MSM is in biotin. And biotin promotes nail growth and hair growth. So 
So this is collagen. This is a collagen booster. So what you're doing is it's going beneath your skin and then it's absorbing into your skin and it's boosting your collagen. So I've done this at night a number of times. My face feels and look feels lighter and it looks brighter. I wake up the next day and I still feel that like deep clean. I wouldn't do it more than once or twice a week because it is a little bit more of like an exfoliant, like pretty like intense with your skin. But I love it. Under a dollar, endorsed by this guy. I try I tried it. Um, loved it. So there you go. So go try it. If you do, DM me and let me know what you think. One last time, one tablespoon coconut oil, half a teaspoon baking soda, three capsules of MSM. So there you have it. Beauty tip. Go get yourself some MSM. So, okay. The thesis. On to the word. I'm so excited about the word. I do feel weightiness with this word. The thesis is becoming your best self becoming your best self. So I want to share a little testimony before we get into the word. When I was in Colorado, I was getting ready to come to California. And as you know, I did not know what was ahead of me. I had no idea at that time that I would be build, building Beauty Is so soon. I've had Beauty Is in my heart for a while, and I knew eventually I'd be building it. But at the time, I'm going, I've got a clean slate. Like, I can do whatever I want, and I do not know what I'm going to do. And so while I was in Colorado, a part of the Beauty Is brand is modeling. And so I began to think, like, okay, I want to learn every aspect of the brand. And that looks like being both behind the camera as a photographer and in front of the camera as a model. Now, I'm still interested in doing that. I want to learn all aspects of the brand um, still. Um, But in particular in Colorado, I began researching different modeling agencies here in Northern California that I could potentially work with. Whether it's San Francisco or Sacramento, I was on their website just researching all the things. And I began noticing as I was researching different requirements that the agencies had in order to be a model, whether it was height or size. I mean, they actually had like things listed out. And then, of course, the photos of the models that were already in that agency, I was kind of comparing myself. And I began having this internal discourse. I'm quite competitive with myself. And I was saying, I can do this. I can become what these modeling agencies are looking for. I can become what they want. Now let's now go on a journey with me. Let's play that out here real quick. Let's say that I did come to California and there was an agency I had in mind and they had this like this like um mold or idea of what the the model is that they wanted them to look like I begin to adjust myself I wasn't the, I'm, I, I'm not that way and so I begin to adjust myself to become what they want whether it's I don't know probably I would imagine there would be strict eating restrictions maybe hitting the gym quite a bit or whatever I don't know what that would look like if I begin to change myself in order to become what they want and I apply And for some reason, they're like, no, you're not what we're looking for. Maybe they give me some feedback. Change this. I go back and I I go back to the drawing board and I change again. Or I begin to, like, become again what they want. And I apply again and and I'm not accepted. I'm pretty competitive and pretty resilient. So I I do that a couple times. And finally, I throw up the white flag. Like, let's say I just didn't get into the modeling agency. What, What would that have been like for me? I'm sure there would have been some harboring of, like, I guess I'm not good enough to be a model or whatever, some emotional stuff to work through, some emotional debris, so to speak. Or let's say that it went in the other direction and I was 
um, accepted into the agency and I did become one of their models. And at that point, because I had to change who I am naturally to become one of the models, I would have to maintain everything that I changed. Meaning if I had to, if I had to um, lose weight, if I had to become more lean, um, uh, like firm up my muscles or whatever, like in an extreme way, in an unhealthy way, I would then need to maintain that. And I would imagine that would look like me becoming best friends with my scale, me being hyper aware of what I eat. And I think that there would be a form of bondage (laughs) there in that process. Now, I want to give one more example before we really jump into the word today. So I had the honor and delight of interviewing Julie Bevere a couple years ago, I want to say. And so she shared some of her experiences with modeling specific to where fashion and faith intersect. If you're curious about that interview, it's still on YouTube. You can go find it. But one part of the um, interview, the Holy Spirit actually reminded me as I was preparing this word, and she shared a story of how when she she was 16, I think it was, she had responded to like a modeling booking call uh, there locally. She grew up in Texas and and um, I think her mom was a part of the whole process with her and she was then selected to go to, to New York. So she went out to New York and, um, and anyway, she said she was standing there in line with a bunch of other girls that were in her age bracket, about 15 to 17 and the... Um, the modeling agents or whoever there at the agency, they went up and down the line and began to tell every girl what was wrong with them. And, and Julie even said there was a girl right next to me who was tall, blonde, beautiful. And when they got to her, they said that she needed to lose 20 pounds. And then Julie went on to say, and I just want to quote her, I think it's so good. And so Julie went on to say, whatever mold they were using to tell us that we weren't good enough, like that was the experience that she had. And then her mom was able to take her out of that process and and praise the Lord for good mamas, right? Um, but anyways, the point that I'm trying to make here is that there is a standard. There is a standard. Listen, people, there is a standard that the world says, if you arrive here, you're beautiful. And I'm here to tell you, boldly, that standard that the world communicates that you have to be this height, you have to be this weight, you have to be this size, your skin has to look like this, you have to have all of these things. Whatever the world says is the standard, that standard is a lie. I want to say that boldly, and I want to say that clearly, and I want to say that with a righteous anger. (laughs) That standard is not true. Guys, when I say it's a lie, I mean like it's absolutely not true. It would be like me saying, I am made out of carrots. (laughs) I am made out of carrots, and you, you're made out of marshmallows. Like that's a lie. Like that's not true. We are made up of cells and molecules and whatever, all the things, proteins and No, it's a lie. It's like saying this microphone right here, this is a giant celery. I'm going to convince you right now that this microphone is a giant celery. My world is food these days, so bear with me. It's not true. The standard that the world says of what beauty is is not true. And the reason I'm speaking like this is because, number one, I was praying about it, and I feel like the Lord gave me a righteous anger that we need to Hulk smash that. Like, it's just simply not true. Like, you do not need to become what the world says is beautiful. I did a little bit more research, and there's this booking agency out of New York. It's about, like, how to become a model quick little videos and she said and I quote you're supposed she said modeling is an average 
You're not supposed to be average. You're supposed to be something that people look at as sort of a fantasy for what beauty is. She went on to say, you have, you have to be thin, you have to be tall, and these are two things that matter in the business. And so whatever the world says is beautiful, I'm here to tell you boldly, that's not true. You do not have to be thin. You do not have to be tall if it's outside of your natural self. Going back to the thesis, I, the thesis is, and what I want you to hear and take away today is I inspire you and I encourage you to become the best version of yourself. Now, if you naturally are tall, if you naturally are thin, awesome. Awesome. That is awesome. But you have a standard. That is not what the world says is a standard. And your standard is your best version of yourself, period. And I am not here to... Sorry, I got a lot going on with my hair. Oh, it's like big and out of control. I am not here to say that modeling in and of itself is bad at all. Uh, but, but, I, but I am here to say if that's not who you naturally are and you're striving to become what some of these agencies want, this is just an example, then I would say that you're getting caught up in the things of the world and you can examine your fruit. Are you comparing yourself? Are you in bondage to your body? Are you um, like uh, in, a, in, a, in a negative way um, a restricting what you're eating? The fruit of it is going to be like self-hatred. The fruit of it is going to be um, like heaviness, confusion, comparison. If you're caught up in that, let's say, I'm, I don't know, maybe there's a model on the other side of this and you're like an actual model with an actual agency and you're like, wow, she's speaking straight to me. I'm having a really hard time in this lifestyle. I want to say be liberated. But there could be models that like that's your career and that's awesome if it's who you naturally are. Are and so so I just want to make that super clear. I am not like anti modeling, no, at all, whatsoever. Um, like I said, a part of the brand is modeling for beauty is, but what I am anti very boldly is the standard that the world has that says this is what beautiful is, and. Here we are. We're going to go into the thesis. So the, 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 the thesis I want to teach on um, becoming your best version of yourself, we're going we're gonna to take a look at the scripture, Matthew 5, verse 48. Now, it's really cool because this morning I actually had put this podcast off to the side for a little bit and I forgot that we were teaching on a Matthew chapter 5. And so this morning in my prayer time, I'm not kidding, I was naturally at Matthew 5 and I started reading it and praying into it. A lot of revelation hit me. It was really, really fruitful. And then I got to verse 40. I was like, oh my gosh, here it is. This is so cool. So anyways, we're going to go ahead and jump into Matthew chapter 5 verse 48. So the word for today out of the NLT, it reads like this, but you are to be perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect. Okay, so your best version of yourself is actually perfection. <laughs> You're like, get out of Dodge, Casey. What are you talking? What? That's even harder than what you said before. Yeah, your best version of yourself is perfection, ladies and gentlemen. So when I was a young believer, I was like, um, when I first read that scripture, I'm like, uh, Lord, uh, wow. <laughs> I gotta be perfect? Like, you're perfect? You know, I was like 21, 22, I was like, um, okay, all right. You know, but okay, so that word perfect, 
um, it is broader. It is broader than what we see here. And the King James, just for comparison's sake, so the NLT is the best for the interpretive version of the Bible. King James is the best for the literal. King James reads like this. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which in heaven is perfect. So what does that word perfect mean? So that word perfect in the Greek is pronounced, Lord help me, pronounced teleos. There we go. Teleos. And it is defined as, number one, brought to its end, finished. Number two, wanting nothing necessary to completeness. Number three, perfect. Those are my favorite. Four, that which is perfect Subdefinition of four, A, consummate human integrity and virtue, B, of men, meaning full grown adult of full age or mature. Okay. Another version uh, or another definition says to be complete in terms of growth, mental and moral character. So what we're talking about with this word perfection, which is your standard, what we're talking about with teleos is this process of maturation. And guess what? You're never going to arrive at perfection on this side of eternity. You are never going to arrive as you are in movement towards becoming your best self, the ver- best version of yourself. As you're in movement and partnering with teleos, you are never going to arrive at your standard on this side of eternity as a son and a daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are never going to arrive there. <laughs> You might be able to arrive at what the world says is beautiful. You might get to that height. You might get to that weight. I don't know how you're going to get to that height, but you might arrive there. You might get to that standard, but the standard of Jesus Christ as a son and daughter of God, the standard is teleos. The standard is perfection, and you're never going to arrive there. Why? Because you're alive, and you're always growing, and you're always maturing. There is always more. Hear me, ladies and gentlemen, there is always more for you. There's more beautification available to you. Now, this teaching today is talking about internal and external beautification. We're talking about the whole package here. There is always more for you. I get excited about the word. I hope that's okay. And so I want to do a cross-correlation teaching to really open up this word teleos as we bring this home today. So teleos is really cool, right? This word perfect. I'm like, oh my gosh, when I understood that it's actually this maturation process, this process of growing up in the Lord, becoming more mature in the Lord. And so let's go ahead and cross-correlate this word teleos. So this word teleos also is in the scripture. And I'm going to read it straight out of my Bible here and I got the NLT version. This also, oh my gosh, this bang. (laughs) My hair, if you're listening to the podcast, it's just the struggle with the curls. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go to Matthew 19. I'm going to start in verse 16. So this is the rich young ruler and it reads like this. Someone came to Jesus with this question, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Why ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. But to answer your question, if you want to receive eternal life, keep the commandments. 
Verse 18, which ones? The man asked. And Jesus replied, you must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your father and mother. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then it goes on to say in verse 20, he says, I've already obeyed all these commandments. <laughs> like this fella, he has done it all. He has crossed his T's. He has dotted his I's. And guess what? Jesus is God. When Jesus said, you already know what's good. And he was like, well, what else can I do? He was like, well, why don't you go ahead and keep the commandments? Jesus knew that this righteous man kept the commandments. Jesus knew he wasn't murdering. Jesus knew he wasn't doing all these things. He lists off the commandments. Jesus already knew that. And, and, and the guy was like, why did he do that? And so then it goes on to say, this is where it gets super juicy. He goes on to say, I've already obeyed these commandments. The young man replied, what else must I do? And Jesus told him, if you want to be Teleos. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be perfect, he said, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. Jesus read this man's mail. Jesus looked at him and he said, you know what your more is because I'm God and I know you. Oh, are you hearing what we're saying? Because I'm God. I am Jesus who came to fulfill the law. You are already keeping the law, rich young ruler. And I'm going to fulfill the law right now by reading your mail. And I'm going to invite you into the more. I know you. And I know that you have something with possessions, young man. You have something. There's a hold on possessions. So the more for you, sell it. Go sell it. That's your cost. Go sell it. Go sell that stuff and get rid of it. And you are teleos. You have embraced teleos. You have embraced this process of maturation. You've embraced this process of perfection. And he didn't do it. It was costly. Teleos is costly. The maturation process is costly. But what captured my attention here is Jesus read this guy's mail. And that's what we get to do as, as followers of Jesus Christ, as sons and daughters of God. Listen, you, as in terms of your beauty, your internal beauty and your external beauty, what you need to do to be in movement towards the best version of yourself is to look at the face of perfection and invite him into your process. Jesus, what is my best version of myself? And he's going to begin to enter into that process with you. And he's, begin to, he's going to begin to read your mail and invite you into the more. And with this rich young ruler, his more was the possessions. But the possessions, the money, the stuff in and of itself is not bad. But Jesus knew it had a hold on him. But, but, but remember that widow? When they were taking up the offering, uh, Mark 14, the widow, she came and she put two cents in. Y'all, she put two cents in. And Jesus said, do you see what she did? She gave it all. She had nothing. She gave it all. Jesus would not read her mail. The chaleos for that young woman would not be go sell your stuff because she has no hold. There is no hold on her with possessions. There is no hold on her with money. There is no hold there. So the teleos for that young widow would be way different than the rich young ruler. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Your teleos is different than my teleos. Let's bring this home right now. Okay. Right now I haven't really been going to the gym. Okay. And so my teleos 
My Taleos could be Casey. I want to invite you into discipline. I'm only going to get that. Oh, come on. I'm only going to get that by looking in the face of perfection himself. And I'm going to say, what do, what do I need to do? I invite you into this process. Perfect me. Perfect me. What is the movement of me becoming the best version of myself? And he might say, implement some discipline. But you know what? Sally, Sally down the road, Sally, she has an addiction to working out. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's no way perfection himself is going to look at her in the face and say, go to the gym. You need more discipline. No, he's going to get involved in the mess. It's so much bigger. It's so much bigger. Why? He's going to look her in the face. He's going to be like, why, daughter? Why do you have an addiction to working out? Is there a misplacement of your identity? Do you find your value in how you look? He's going to peel back those layers. He's going to start looking at those impurities because he's a gentle, loving, good God. And that's what he does. And that's the beautification process. When he gets involved in the mess, you, you become more beautiful on the inside and the outside. Guys, I used to be an emotional eater. Quick change the subject. Yes, and I'm going to do a whole podcast on it. But when I was upset, I would turn to food and eat. Okay, and so so my Taleos in that season, younger version of Casey was God getting involved in the mess and going, why are you eating? You know, it's not that the eating is bad, but the overeating was causing me to be overweight. And so the Lord, the Lord in his gentleness and his kindness, he's going to look at that pain and go, what is it that's causing you to go to food? Like, talk to me about the pain. And you're going to begin to process that with the Lord. And that could be your teleos. I do not know what your teleos is, but this is both internal and external beauty. I think you're hearing what I'm saying. This is so dang good, you guys. The standard of beautiful is not what the world says is beautiful because it's the, the, the fruit of it is bondage. The fruit of it is comparison. The fruit of it is is, is uh, being hard on yourself, trying to strive to become something that you're not, and it's going to wear on you. It's not true beauty. But if you invite Jesus Christ, who is perfection and embodies teleos into your process, he is going to make you more beautiful, and it's holistic. It's all over. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And listen, there was an example that came to my spirit as, as I was preparing the word. It, you know, like the, that, that comparison thing, it's all over right now. It's all over our generation. You want to kind of change yourself to become, I don't know, that Instagram model. You want to change yourself to become that girl that gets all the attention from the guys. You begin to get down on yourself and you compare yourself. Hulk smash that. Brothers and sisters, if you're listening, take it and smash it and say, Jesus, I look into the face of perfection himself self. I'm getting emotional. You probably are too. Maybe that's why I'm getting emotional and say, redirect and say, Jesus, I look in the face of perfection. Perfect me. What is my perfection process? What is my teleos? And if you do that, friends, I guarantee internal, external, that whole beautification process, you're going to become more beautiful. Ah, this was such a good podcast. Praise the Lord, we threw out the 10-minute time constraint, right? Okay, let me just peruse my notes super quick to see if there's anything else that I want to share with you today. That's it. That's what we got. If you got anything out of this today, share it with a friend. Again, these podcasts, we share a beauty tip, and then we get into the word, what does the Lord say about beauty? So... 
I'm excited. <laughs> this was great. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, <laughs> bye.